Then President Moon says, you've come to the south, when can I come to the north? And Kim Jong-un says, Oh, he went back into the north. Look at that. Almost as if they're erasing the line. But they have some very difficult issues to discuss. Time once again for NK Now, bringing you some interesting developments coming out of Pyongyang. And we have joining us, as usual, from NK News, Seoul correspondent Kim Jong-min on the line. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning to you, Jung-min. So uh, we're going to first talk about Kim Jong-un. Maybe not the same weird, frenzied speculation that occurred in previous uh, extended <laughs> periods of absence, but uh, he was out of the public eye for a while, but he recently emerged uh, to hold a Politburo meeting. What did they discuss? Yeah, it seems that uh, a long-term disappearance, it, it's not like a health reason this time, yeah. but it's more becoming like a trend. It's possibly coming from COVID fears or like a new style of statecraft this year, it seems. It's the first time Kim Jong-un appeared in state media in 25 days and comes after he went missing from public eye for a fifth extended period this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about first anti-socialist behavior. The officials there discussed the problem of such acts in the education sector specifically, including a specific criminal situation involving Pyongyang Medical College Party Committee. Uh, It could be about corruption, but that's the extent of the detail given from state media. But there was a South Korean media exclusive talking about how this was this could have been um, related to how some of the staff there uh, tried to bring in South Korea related items into North Korea and then um, someone reported it although that's still not a verifiable uh, the second topic they talked about was COVID-19. Mm. Um, previous Politburo meetings have featured criticisms from Kim of the anti-epidemic system, but this time Monday's report nearly stated that the Politburo attendees discussed ways to strengthen enforcement and, um, and maintain a strong blockade to keep up the virus out, which is a very generic thing to say these days. Right. And as we know, it, it is, uh, as with most most things in North Korea, quite non-transparent with how the actual Mm. situation in COVID-19 is, despite their public claims of uh, uh, the virus largely uh, not really uh, spreading in the country. What's the latest that we think we know so far with COVID-19 in North Korea? The new piece of information that's coming out uh, from North Korea since early October is is suspected cases, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The new report talked about how there are now more than 6,100 suspected cases as of October 29th, with more than uh, 12,000 tested. Uh, the number of those tested and suspected remains still high on weekly average since military parade, which was on October 10th. And so it's an ongoing trend, but it seems it was a bit lower than uh, the earlier time in October. Daily NK recently reported about the likelihood of China-North Korea tourism and train resuming, but that it fell through. Uh, but yesterday, the day before yesterday, the Ministry of Unification dismissed that rumor and said that the border is unlikely to open anytime soon. Uh, today marks um, almost 30 days now since the border closure in North Korea, and it did lead to impacts in trade volume and humanitarian work. Mm. Um, North Korea largely closed out foreign imports this summer to protect the country from COVID-19 ahead of its October military parade. And um, even this morning, Rodong Shimun um, they talked about how they don't need outside aid to um, protect itself against COVID-19. 
So if we uh, look at the numbers here, um, and judging by uh, what the WHO is saying with 6,000 suspected cases uh, and around or a little more than 12,000 tested, uh, if we, a lot of us have been now following sort of the epidemiological process of how these various countries report the numbers, it is pretty surprising or pretty uh, alarming with 6,000 and per capita, that would mean with, uh, you know, Korea, South Korea being double the size, um, maybe a little less than the numbers we have here. However, if only 12,000 were tested and you're having, uh, again, believing those numbers, a 50% infection rate, that means that the, the virus is uh, community spread much more greater than would be known and that uh, they don't certainly have a handle on the situation, right? Right. The disclaimer here, though, is that we do not exactly know what they mean by suspected case. Before that, they talked about um, acute uh, symptoms, right. which could be re- relating to the suspected case, a uh, quote-unquote suspected case. But as of now, we don't, we're not sure if this is directly related to COVID-19 yet. Okay, good. Thank you for that clarification. As far as then uh, the pandemic and these uh, border, border closures, how has that influenced trade? Well, regarding China, the trade with China with North Korea remained painfully low in September, continuing a grave slump that began after an August trade crash. But uh, the Russia data was out this week, and Russian exports to North Korea sank to this year's lowest reported value yet in September. But the value of North Korean exports to Moscow is up by almost 200 percent compared to August, according to the latest data from Russia's Federal Customs Service. Um, this very volatile spikes and dips come amid North Korea's ongoing border lockdown, which has been in place since January for travel and since August for trade. Now, in terms of what we know with the goods that are being passed back and forth, what are some of the, the major imports? Yeah, so according to the Russian data, which was out, medicines made up 34% of Russian exports by value, while petroleum products restarted their flow after an apparent absence in August. Food was, again, uh, not a priority this time, and no staples like flour or sugar, with only soybean oil and processed foods making it over the border and into the north into North Korea. The only other Russian exports to North Korea in September were beauty products, just under um, $2,000 worth of skincare products and more than uh, $1,200 worth of perfumes. Interesting. Uh, and uh, food not being a part of that, uh, certainly yeah. uh, very, very uh, something where a lot of people can make their own conclusions of. Speaking of then North Korea and how they are going to deal with the international community going forward, uh, pandemic or not, and uh, a, lot, a large part of that does uh, certainly uh, deal with the dynamics between the U.S. and North Korea. Uh, Joe Biden is the president-elect, despite uh, what Trump supporters say and maybe what uh, uh, Trump supporters in North Korea feel about the situation, because uh, the, the consensus has been that they preferred uh, Trump to be uh, re-elected, uh, they have not publicly responded, except for maybe some insulting comments regarding Biden. Why do you feel they have not officially yet uh, responded to the U.S. election results? Yeah, it's like the, it's radio silence. There are many theories. Uh, Unification Ministry is saying that there were instances in the past when North Korea only responded when the election results were completely out after the one who lost conceded, mm. which is not happening right now. Trump is not doing that yet. So that could be one part of the complication. And as we all know, it could be a thorny subject to Kim Jong-un, who held multiple meetings with Trump. And uh, to, uh, to describe it, Kim Jong-un sort of put his diplomatic egg, all his eggs, in the Trump basket. Yeah. And this result is probably very 
confusing to him. Um, others are saying that North Korea may be doing their own version of strategic patience, trying to wait until Biden's North Korea policy direction becomes more crystal clear. As of now, the transition team has been uh, released, the list has been released, but we do not know yet um, who will lead the foreign policy uh, direction uh, in the Biden administration. Right. Uh, there have been talks of certain figures, right, like Susan Rice, uh, the former national security advisor, mm-hmm. uh, um, and other kind of old hands uh, from the Obama days, uh, which you might think North Korea would not necessarily uh, feel would be the positive direction. It's interesting that if Trump didn't concede that they necessarily they wouldn't necessarily um, uh, go on board with the officially recognizing it as well, because <laughs> Trump's concession really has nothing to do with the actual election results, right? It's more of a exactly. diplomatic nicety. And so uh, with North Korea, the expected diplomatic nicety to the extent that uh, uh, they would provide one. Uh, pretty interesting. Now, there is some comparison with not responding to this, uh, to Kim Jong-un's silence with uh, whether they were responsible for whatever uh, provocation that they're accused of. Um, do you think that is valid? Like, okay, they, they you know, launched a missile and they didn't say anything about that. Uh, but uh, that's the same thing as saying, um, congratulations, Joe Biden, for beating uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, it's 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 really hard. It's I first of all, I think it's not entirely valid to compare it with the past. I think for North Korea, of course, baselining precedence is important because we do not have much to go from. Um, we have to always. Um, lead into what they are doing. Um, it is important baselining, but that does not always yield logical answer, especially mm. in this case. There's a lot of contributing factors that we cannot make parallel comparisons to other U.S. elections during Kim Jong-un, which would be the only comparable instances. This time, it's a transition from Republican president to a Democratic one, first of all, as well as someone who was personally close with Kim Jong-un to someone who he had seen as a more hardliner during Obama administration. Mm-hmm. But Biden was also known in Korea as a supporter of sunshine policy. And all in all, this is really confusing to everybody and probably confusing to Kim Jong-un as well. And this type of transition never happened in a similar way for Pyongyang, so it's hard to baseline or predict. Um, so I'd say it's something entirely new, and we'll have to wait for Pyongyang's response like rather than making rash predictions or reading too much into the silence. Right. I mean, we have to remember there has never been a point in modern Korean history where the North Korean leader was uh, so-called buddies or friends, right, <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with the with the U.S. Well, it's president. Entirely new. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's just everything is unprecedented in this uh, Trump era, and uh, it, this includes how uh, North Korea is going to try to meander through this uh, under the uh, transition as uh, Biden uh, gets set to take office in January. Um, some fireworks, perhaps? Perhaps not, but uh, we'll continue to uh, monitor the situation. And uh, Kim Jong-in, we always, uh, Kim Jong-min, we always thank you for your reporting and your help on this. And we appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me.